Hi, this is Mackenzie. And this is Skyla. Welcome to the first episode of the She Said It pod. Yay! <gasps> We're currently in Skyla's bed, recording. And it's about to pour. It's like a thunderstorm outside. But I think it's perfect. I think so too. A little cozy it's weather. It's cozy. Yeah, I think so too. We basically wanted to start this episode with a little backstory on how we met, kind of what we're going through, and then we have a little fun Q&A that we curated together. Yeah, just like to get to know us a little bit. Yeah. So, and we try to find questions that were a little bit deeper because some of them were just silly, Mm -hmm. but we try to find good ones that were like fun, but also like actually got to know us a little bit. Yeah, and I think the questions will coincide with some topics that we want to talk about Mm -hmm. later on. Mm Mm-hmm. So I definitely think it'll be a good get to know me mm-hmm. episode. I agree. We can start with how we met. Yeah, I think that's we a good met idea. two years ago, or has it been less than two years? No, it's been two years. Has it? It, it'll be three years in November, I think. No, because we met. Oh no, it'll be two years in November. We met right when you and Blake hit six months, right? Mm-hmm, you I guys think hit so. your two years just now, so yeah. it's it'll be two years in, in November. November. That's kind of crazy. I feel like it's been so much longer. I know. I feel like I know everything about I you. I know, right? Um, we met at work. Unfortunately. <laughs> we met. We used to work at Aerie. Which was so fun. It fresh, was but... such a fun job. It actually was such a fun job. There's a lot of drama when you work with a lot of girls, for sure. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows everyone's business. Mm-hmm. So there definitely was... I don't know how to explain it. Just a lot of drama, a lot of butting heads, things getting misinterpreted, things going around. But I'm also, like, so grateful for it because mm-hmm. I met you and there's, like, other airy girls. You meet really good people. Like, mm-hmm. I've met a lot of my best friends through just working at Aerie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then we both quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit and then I came back. I feel like yeah. the thing about Aerie is that you get sucked back in. Mm-hmm. Like, you try to leave, and you can't leave. Mm-hmm. So I quit for maybe two months, and then I came back. And I only was going to come back, like, a couple days a week. And then, of course, I get, came back and became a manager again <laughs> for, yeah. like, three or four months. And then I officially quit. Yeah, I had a hard time leaving, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, the only way I was able to really quit, quit, was because I moved, like, 45 minutes away. True. Well, I... I moved back. The reason why I quit in the first place was I moved back in with my parents after graduating college. And I drove 45 minutes to work. Yeah, fuck that. And I, and I had, then I had two jobs at the time. And I would go to my job by my house from eight to three. And then I would drive like 30, 45 minutes to Aerie and do four to eight thirty, and then drive 45 minutes down back to my parents house and yeah. I would do that like for at least four days a week I would do both jobs yeah that's like hell and then I would do airy full-time on the weekends like eight hours Saturday Sunday yeah no and then I was like I can't do this anymore like I yeah. just I couldn't do that anymore I do miss the discount oh my god you, you have 40 percent off of everything mm-hmm. you got 60 percent off of like 10 items every mm-hmm. month you got free stuff all the time yeah. Like, it was... I. Still, it was nice. I wear all of my airy clothes every this day still. Airy. Same. That's yeah. what I'm wearing is airy. Like, my bra, underwear, socks... Everything. Shirt, leggings. Like, literally 
my whole outfit's always airy. Mm. Or if it's not, like, if I dress up and wear jeans, it's American Eagle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it's they've not controlled even, my life. It's not even a different brand. It's still under the same brand. Okay, so a little bit about me. Um, I live with my now fiancé. They just got engaged, what, last week? Has it only been a week? No, it was not last weekend, but the weekend before. So it's been almost two it's weeks It's been already? almost two weeks. Wow. Which is crazy. That is crazy. It feels like it was yesterday that I know. this happened. I know. I know. Tell me about it. So that's been really fun. Um, we live together. We have three cats. Um, I'm in my fiancé era, so... <laughs> Um, I work at a med spa. I want to be like an esthetician. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning at a med spa now. What else? I'm dairy free. Recent, um, when we started working at Aerie together, she would come into work with hives covering my all body. down her back, down her neck, on her chest. Yeah. And we would all freak out because it looked bad. Yeah. And we would all freak out. And for a while, like, she didn't know what was going on, right? Yeah, no, Because uh-uh. it just kind of started coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I literally went to Vegas, came back, and just had, like, these crazy hives. And turns out I'm allergic to dairy. Mm-hmm. So, that's a fun fact. Um, yeah, not really much else. I'm just really excited about, like, wedding planning and, I don't know, just, like, starting this new era of my life is really really exciting to Mm -hmm. me it's like something what's the word like I don't know it just feels unreal Mm -hmm. this is my like it's surreal Mm -hmm. yeah so I'm really excited it's been really fun I'm excited I know I'm excited to be a part of everything yeah because I can live vicariously through you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mackenzie's been really helpful Mm -hmm. we're having a little party in a couple weeks which will be fun Mm -hmm. that'll be so fun and then the real planning begins and she wants to get married fast. so Not fast. Like a year. Yeah. A year. Mm-hmm. That's not too fast. No, I just feel like it's going to, like, once we start, like, deep diving into it, mm. it's it's going to go by so fast, I feel like. It is. I just applied to be on TLC's Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, yeah, so. we did that. When, <laughs> we did that while we were at my house also. Like, when we were eating in and out and stuff, we, I, I did the application you. for her. <laughs> <laughs> and tried to like zhuzh up a lot of the answers to mm-hmm. make it so seem if, you ca- cool. if you see me on TLC I mean <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun yeah have you gotten anything from that yet no I think it said that they would contact you soon like really? within two weeks or something <gasps> like that I swear oh my god it seemed like a quick turnaround but I I'm not 100% sure okay well I really really hope so <laughs> I need everyone out there to manifest it for me because I really want to go to Kleinfeld. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. That would be so fun. Okay, what about you? What about you, Mackenzie? Me. Who's Mackenzie? Oh, well, I live at home with my parents. <laughs> um, I just graduated college a year and a half ago, and now I got my real estate license, and I'm working at a brokerage. I started last month. And I'm learning a lot right now. It's a really hard business to kind of tap into, especially right now. The market is just so bad. So it's a little bit discouraging sometimes, but also I know I have to stick with it. 
and in the long run I think it'll pay off and be like a really good business to be into so that's what I'm doing a lot right now Skylet said she's in her fiance era (laughs) I'm in my healing girl era yes I recently got out out of a year and a half long relationship and he is not a very good person not at all no (laughs) you're being nice you're being so nice um yeah he definitely was very abusive and there's a lot of really really bad things that happened to me that I definitely want to get more into later on because I think it's definitely an important topic to talk about Mm -hmm. but we it's been I think it's been three weeks officially no contact which is crazy. That is crazy. And I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I really am. I Thanks. really am. Because I know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I am. I never thought I would see the day that it we've not talked for three weeks. I honestly didn't <laughs> I did not see this day coming. I really didn't. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's to, good. It's crazy. I know it's good. I know it's good. It's, it's weird because when I was in the relationship... I was just so sad all the time Mm -hmm. that now that I'm out of it, I'm just, I'm not as sad. Well, I feel like you're sad about different things. Yeah. Which is, like, it's hard to target what's, like, what you're sad about. It's not, like, a normal breakup, for sure. It's Mm -hmm. not one of those that you see that you, like, feel like you're dying and you're, you know, crying yourself to sleep every night. Like, that was me when I was in the relationship. Like, I felt like I was dying when I was in the relationship. I cried myself to sleep every single night. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in it, I was, like, a, a mess. I was a zombie. Like, it was so bad. So now that I'm out of it, it's, like, I'm grieving, like, a different part than what I feel like you normally grieve. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird. Mm-hmm. But I feel better. Which is so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah. It's just, it's for the best. I know. Definitely. And I feel like Healing Girl era is so fun. It is. It's so fun. I've been trying to make TikToks of me healing, and I, like, never expected posting those TikToks, like, the amount of people who were so supportive towards me, like... Just people who are commenting, people who were texting me, DMing me on Instagram, like people that I hadn't talked to since I was in high school were Which reaching out to me. A bunch of our old airy friends were reaching out to me. A bunch of girls that I was friends with in college were reaching out to me, but just like people that I just didn't think I was going to talk to again, or people that I just, you know, knew on social media were reaching out. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like feeling a community of people that are going to support you feels Mm -hmm. so good when you're going through something like this because when you're in an abusive relationship like you're so isolated you're so isolated and you don't feel like you have a community anymore and even though you do it doesn't feel like it like it's Mm -hmm. the most lonely thing ever and I definitely not ruined relationships while I was in it but it definitely like hurt a bunch of my friendships when I was in my relationship and I was worried that I was never going to get that back And then as soon as it ended, it was like everyone came pouring back in. Mm -hmm. And that was like such a relief. Well, because I feel like it's not your fault Mm -mm. that like things were 
different with your friendships. I just think it was, yeah, it was hard for both of them to be yeah. happening at the same uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. But now that it's done and I'm out, I've really been trying to nourish my friendships. And I've been seeing people more often, like, saying yes to, like, every plan that comes my way, basically. And just trying to, like, do as much as possible. So I don't miss out on things. So that I can surround myself with people who are actually positive influences. Mm -hmm. And it's been so, so helpful. And so nice. So that's definitely helping with my healing journey. And so is therapy. (laughs) And who showed you the therapist? Skyla. <laughs> Skyla used to see this therapist. Well, this is when I was in my relationship. I was just, I was so anxious all the time. And I finally was like, I need to go see somebody and get this under control because it was like overtaking my life. And I was talking to the girls at work and Skyla told me about this therapist that she used to see when she was in high school Mm -hmm. and she was like she is amazing let me just give you her phone number and I reached out to her and she was like of course if you're like a friend of Skyla's and you've been seeing her ever since and Mm -hmm. it's been like over a year over a year I've been seeing her for over a year now which is crazy and I started seeing her like pretty early on in my relationship too so So she's kind of gone through it with she's gone through it with me for sure and now like that now that it's over it's like way easier to talk to a therapist who like experienced it with me well she knows every detail she does every detail mm-hmm. most um, details yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things are being uncovered now because even when I was in the relationship I still didn't want to tell even my therapist some of like the worst of the worst because I knew what people were gonna say I knew what people were gonna say and I didn't want to hear it mm-hmm. and I didn't want to accept it I didn't want like people telling me like oh you have to leave you have to do this or else so I would kind of downplay things, so it didn't. It wasn't as bad as it seemed. But even when I downplayed it, people still were like, "It's really bad." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then after it ended, I like have been coming out with things and telling my friends things that happened, and they're like, "What? <laughs> what?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, that happened to me." Mm-hmm. So it's been crazy, but mm-hmm. it's been good to get it all out and like be honest about it, and hopefully, like it helps other people too. Because, like, abusive relationships are so much more common than you think. Mm-hmm. Like, so much more common than you well, think. Well, there's, like, just... There's so many different kinds of abuse, mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. obviously physical, obviously emotional. But there's, like... I don't even know. Financial abuse. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. I was financially abused heavily. Heavily. That's heavily. why that came to mind. But mm-hmm. it's, like... There's just so many different kinds of abuse mm-hmm. that people don't recognize as abuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, Which for the really longest sad. time, I thought, like, I knew something was wrong. Like, I knew that what was going on in our relationship wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. But I, I would always think, like, oh, this isn't as bad. Like, I'm not being abused. Yes. It's yeah. hard to fathom the idea that you're being abused. Mm-hmm. So there were so many times where I'm like, oh, at least he's not hitting me. Mm-hmm. You know? Or, mm-hmm. like... At, but, like, he would threaten to hit me. Mm-hmm. But I would be like, but at least he's not actually doing it. Yeah, totally. So it's like, I would always make excuses like, well, it's not as bad as what I see on TV. It's not as bad as these people who have these, like, insane stories. But now I'm like, I have so many insane stories. Yeah. But it's so hard to recognize it when you're in it. And it's so much more common than you'd think. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I'm definitely, like, super excited for you. Yeah. In your Healing Girl me era. Too. And I feel like we're both at super 
different eras in our life. But we're, but, like, there together at the same time. Exactly. You know? Like, we totally get each other in our different eras and, um, like, understand each other and help each other. Mm-hmm. Even though we're going through two completely different things, mm-hmm. somehow it still feels like we're on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. which is, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. When I... F- I've known for a while that Skyla was getting engaged, but it happened, like, right after the breakup, basically. Yeah. And I was so worried that seeing her engaged was going to, like, make me sad. Mm. Like, I wasn't going to be, like, mad or envious or anything. I was just like, I'm going through something so shitty, so it's just going to be hard to see, like, somebody having what I had always wanted with what I used to have. And so I was so scared, and I was like, I don't want to feel this way because I want to be so happy for her, and I want to be there for her. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really hope I don't feel this way. And it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. And, like, for a couple days, it made me feel just, like, my heart just stung a little bit. And then it kind of went away, and it made me more excited to be Good. like, this is what I need to look forward to. Like... I need to look forward to being with someone who, like, genuinely makes me happy, who, like, will make me a better better person, you know, like, someone that I really want to see a future with, someone my family likes, someone my friends like, like, all the things that I didn't get in my relationship, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, now this is something positive that I should look at, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, being yeah. a part of it, too, is, like, gets me excited for We're the future. We're in a little thruple. It, honestly, <laughs> we are seriously in a thruple. Like, I serious. Swear. Like, serious. I swear. It's so funny. It is. But and I love it. he's just the best. And I just feel like, yeah, we're in a little thruple, and it's so fun. And for me, like, it's fun to have a friend and a boyfriend, now fiance, like, to get along. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. before and like I don't really like any of his friends so it's like <laughs> it's fun that we can all get along together mm-hmm. and he like he's just in the other room building a lego and he's letting us just <laughs> do our thing that's what we did when when you guys came to my house when Skyla and I wanted to unbox it we we put the canoodle in front of him we were like solve this puzzle <laughs> so that you're occupied so we can do our thing. Yeah. And that's what he's doing right now with yeah. the Legos, and it's funny. It is funny. It's really funny. <laughs> well, I'm excited for us. I Me feel too. Like this is a really good starting point to mm-hmm. begin a podcast. I agree. I, I think t- we have totally agree. A lot that we can talk about mm-hmm. and a lot of just different Things aspects to of life. Mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. For sure. For sure. Totally. Okay. Should we get <laughs> okay. into questions? I definitely think so. Okay. What would you change about yourself if you could? I think I always put other people before me. Mm. And I think it ends up hurting me in the long run. Mm. And I know I've already talked a lot about my relationship, but I, like, truly put myself on the back burner for, like, over a year and was, like, bending over backwards for somebody else. And so that's definitely something that I've been trying to do lately is, like, do things that I want to do and, like, be a little bit selfish mm-hmm. and, like, stop being so people-pleasing and, mm-hmm. like, being scared to hurt other people's feelings because I'm so terrified of hurting other people's feelings so I'm, like, such an empathetic person that mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, but what if they feel this way or what if they get sad or if I say it the wrong way? Yeah. And I get so nervous. That's so... But I... I don't mean to laugh No, I, I know. I just feel like I'm, like, 
Who cares? I know Skyla's the complete <laughs> opposite. It's so funny. <laughs> well, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I think you definitely should begin putting yourself mm-hmm. first. That's a good thing to mm-hmm. change. Totally. I agree. I think I would change how hard I am on myself. Mm-hmm. You I'm are like, hard on yourself. I pick apart mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. like more than anybody I know. I change my outfit five times before I leave the house. I look in mm-hmm. the mirror every five seconds mm-hmm. because I just, I just am, I just pick and I pick and I pick and I just wish I wasn't so hard on myself mm-hmm. because it's like, it doesn't matter. And Skyla is gorgeous. <laughs> Skyla oh. is one of the most beautiful people oh. I have ever met. Thank you. So I hate that she says that because. I would die to be oh, Skyla. Thank you. It's good to hear that. It's just, and I know that I just need to like get over it, but I've just always been that way. I've been very like self-conscious. Mm-hmm. So in my fiance era, I'm going to learn to be more confident and yeah. You know what I would love to do? What? Is go on one of those wellness retreats, wellness retreats in like Bali or like mm-hmm. Indonesia. I see those all the time and it's, like life changing. Yeah. They go on these insane retreats. That would be cool. On a different note, something <laughs> I would love to do, like way less scale, is take down every single mirror in the house. Mm. Like cover all the mirrors with like a sheet for like a month. Oh my gosh. And just see how like my self image changes. For Where did first... you get that idea? I saw it like on Pinterest a did while you? ago. Yeah. And I was just like, Hmm. Uh, scroll. But, <laughs> but now I feel like I'm like, I feel like I would really benefit from that. And the first mm-hmm. time like seeing yourself after not looking at yourself would be like, you would appreciate yourself more. It's just like people on TikTok to, who do the trend where like it, they'll use a filter that'll make their mm. nose a different size or their lips a different size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it makes them feel better when they take the filter off. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. like that. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. I think that would be a, a good... A little experiment, Mm -hmm. for sure. Totally. Okay, best and worst phase in your life? (sighs) I mean, worst phase has been my most recent couple of years, for sure. I don't think I've been in my best phase yet. That's okay. Let's give you something to look forward to. I know. Like, I don't know. I don't think that there's ever been... A phase where I'm just like, this is it. This is me. This is like what I've been wanting. Like, I just, I haven't reached that yet. Yeah. But I think overcoming all of the things that I have recently, I feel like I can't get lower than I've already gotten. <laughs> oh so I feel like the best is yet to come. Yeah. You know? Totally. So that's how I feel totally. about that. I'd say I like your answer where it's like, haven't gotten the best uh-huh. yet because there is always something to look forward to mm-hmm. I think obviously where I'm at right now is like it is the best I'd say just because this is everything I've ever wanted mm-hmm. like I'm engaged to somebody who is my best friend in the whole wide world besides you <laughs> you know like I live on my own um I'm surrounded by people who love and support me mm-hmm. so I'd say right now is the best, but I swear every single day gets better, which is, like, really good, really good. Every single day I'm like, oh, this is the best day, this is the best day. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) That's so sweet. And I wake up and I'm like, this shit again. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd say the worst. Oh, God, I don't know. I went through a breakup, and I think that was the worst. Yeah, I was going to say, probably yeah. your breakup. Yeah, which was in 20, the very, very beginning, like, March of, like, 2021 mm-hmm. was the breakup. Which is, seems like it was, like, not that long ago, and now I'm fucking engaged. I know. So It seems like forever ago, but also, like, it was yesterday. When you look in the span of, like, time... I know. It's, it's like, so it short. doesn't seem that long ago. But... Think about how much has happened since then. But, yeah, in reality, I feel like it's been... Because I feel like I've known you f- for so much longer I than know. I have. I know. So, I remember when I first met you, you and Blake had only been dating for, what, six months? Like, like barely any time. And yeah. you... You know, we're telling me about all this ex stuff and uh-huh. all the stuff that happened. Uh huh. And it feels like so I long know. ago. I know. And I, know. I feel like you are completely different. Mm-hmm. Like that version of you talking about your ex you versus think so? right now. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I do. I really do. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. I do. I think it. I think you know. You and Blake were still fresh, mm-hmm. and breakups are just shitty for everybody yeah totally and now it's like you're over two years out of it yeah and you're engaged like of it's course you're gonna so be crazy. different about it yeah definitely and it's like crazy to think like man i'm insecure now let me tell you how fucking insecure oh, i was yeah. back then mm-hmm. like it things just get better mm-hmm. it just always gets better and we get older mm-hmm. and we learn more mm-hmm. and time totally is great for everything yeah okay What's your relationship deal breaker? Oh my god, I could have, I could talk so much about this question. <laughs> Literally so much. I'm gonna do some bare minimum stuff. Mm, okay. I don't wanna get like super in depth. I wanna do bare minimum. Brush your teeth. <laughs> We're going bare. <laughs> I swear to god, bare minimum. Like, brush your teeth. <laughs> Oral hygiene. Did he not brush his teeth? No. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. No, he didn't brush his teeth. <gasps> what? Ever. Ever. What? Let me tell you this story. So we move in together, which is so bad that A we moved in together. A whole other topic, yeah. So we move in together with his mom, <laughs> his nephew, and eventually his best friend slash ex-girlfriend mm. it was just a shit show of a household that yeah. i was living in towards the end so you know we move into this three-bedroom house that we're renting and you know you like you go to your target runs and stuff and you stock up on things and so i knew like this is our first time living together but we would you know go on weekend trips all the time and I just, you know, notice little things where I'm like, I'll go to the bathroom to, like, brush my teeth, wash my face, kind of get ready. And he's just, like, gets out of bed, puts on a new pair of pants, and he's ready to go. And so I'm like, you know, sometimes if I sleep over at a friend's house, like, I don't bring a toothbrush. So I'm like, you know, we're on these weekend trips. Like, maybe he, it's just, you know, it's not, like, the first thing you think about when you're, like, kind of out of your ordinary routine, right? So I was just really hoping... And this is just one of many excuses that I was making for just so many things. I was hoping that, like, once we actually moved in and I saw him every single night and every single morning, that I would see... Him brushing his teeth. Yes! (laughs) Just basic stuff. Yeah. So we would go to Target and I'm like, okay, let's get toothbrushes. And he's like, okay, well, you gotta get, like, the super, super soft bristles because, like, 
my gums always bleed and blah blah. And yeah, I'm like, they bleed because you don't brush your teeth. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll get. I don't care what toothbrushes we get, but I'm like, we'll get them. So I, you know, get a two pack of like Sensodyne toothbrushes that are like the softest bristles ever, and then I unpack them. And we have like there's like a little ledge where the mirror was. So I like put on both sides of our sink. We both had a sink. I put the little toothbrush like on the ledge, and then his just never moved. Was like never <gasps> wet, and I was and we like, we had kind of different routines because, he was starting a new job, and he would have to go to work at five in the morning, and then I wouldn't have to leave until seven in the morning. So a lot of times he would leave like give me a kiss goodbye, and I would sleep a little bit longer. He would like go in the bathroom, you know, do his thing. So I like didn't notice much, but then like when we'd go to bed at night, like I would go and do my night routine, and he's like already watching TV. Or he would, like, I would, a lot of times I'd go to bed by myself because he was playing video games with his ex-girlfriend. And I'd be like, hey, can you just come up by, like, midnight? And then I would, like, I couldn't fall asleep until he came up because I was always Mm -hmm. anticipating it. And I'm like, I really hope he, like, comes up by midnight. Mm -hmm. And, like, that would just be really shitty if he didn't do that. Mm Because, like, that's just not a lot for you to ask, you know? Mm -hmm. And, of course, he would come up at, like, 1230, whatever. And then he just, like, he would just slip into bed. And so I was just like, all right. Yeah, he doesn't brush his teeth. Ew, that's disgusting. Did yeah. you notice when you would kiss him? No, and that's the thing is, like, I feel like he got so used to it. Like, his mouth got so used to it that it, like, it just stopped affecting him. Like, he didn't have, like, like, when we would kiss and stuff, it's, I didn't, it wasn't, like, gross to me. It, it wasn't, like, bad smelling, bad tasting, nothing. It, it I feel like he had gotten so used to it that... I don't know, maybe there's, like, a naturalness that started happening. I have no idea. But it wasn't... I mean, now I probably would be, like, ugh. <laughs> but in it, of course, but also when you're in a relationship like that, it's, like, there's so many you're... other bad things that are happening in this relationship that me worrying about him brushing his teeth is, like, the last thing on my list. Totally. Is the last thing and I'm worried about. And I feel about. like maybe you're going through it with, like, rose-colored glasses. Oh, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Ew. And one of the last times him and I were talking, he, like, had to get a bunch of teeth pulled at the dentist. <laughs> and he even showed me a picture of one, and it was disgusting. And I, like, wanted to see the scar and stuff. Because I want to make sure he wasn't lying, because he was a pathological liar. So I was like, show me your mouth. So I know, like, that that's your tooth, and that's where uh-huh. you were. Uh-huh. And he showed it to me, and he was like, yeah, when I was at the dentist, they told me that eventually, like my teeth are all going to come out that way and eventually I'll just get dentures or whatever. And I was like, that is not... And I literally said, why don't you start taking care of yourself and brushing your teeth? And he was just like, eh, they're already bad, whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, you're a lost cause. Like, he was 33-year-old man. I couldn't get him to start brushing his teeth. Like, there's nothing I could do. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we went bare minimum. (laughs) Bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Okay, my deal breaker... Probably just, like, if you lie to me, mm-hmm. you cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Although that's hasn't been the case. But I'm In instigating that now. Yeah. Yeah, deal breaker. Um, liar. If you don't support me, mm-hmm. like, Blake is so supportive mm-hmm. of everything I do. I'm like, ooh, let's do this. He's like, okay. Yeah. Like, he's just supportive. So uh-huh. I feel like if somebody wasn't supportive of me, that'd be a deal breaker. Because that just drains you. It does. It, it does. drains And you. I feel like I have lots of fun, silly ideas. Mm-hmm. And I want to be with somebody and be around people who's like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Versus like, no, that's stupid. No, I don't mm-hmm. like that. You know, whatever. Like if I was still in my relationship and I was like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Mm. Like I wouldn't even tell him. Because mm-hmm. I would just, 
I wouldn't even, I would be embarrassed to tell him. Yeah. Like, there were so many things that I just wouldn't tell him. Yeah. Or, like, I just, like, wouldn't 100% act like myself sometimes because I'm just, yeah. like, I don't feel, com- like, I don't feel safe to yeah. say these things to you. Yeah. So, I think definitely being supported is a really, really, really big thing in a mm-hmm. relationship. I agree. What did your past relationship teach you? Mm. I'm going to go first. I'm going to let you okay. think about that. Uh-huh. My past relationship taught me that do not settle. Mm-hmm. Do not settle because I felt like maybe I was I was settling mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and it was a blessing in disguise that we broke up because look, look at my life now. Mm-hmm. Look at the people I've met. Look at everything about my life is completely different. And so I would just say it taught me to not settle and to... If it's not, if you feel like it's not right, it's not right. Mm-hmm. So. That was what I was going to say is what I learned the most was trust your intuition. Yeah. Trust your gut. Yeah. Because. It's right. From the moment, like we had our first date and from the moment he left our first date, what I, what felt like shit. Mm-hmm. I started, my anxiety started getting bad. Honestly, even when him and I started texting before we had our first date, I, I was so anxious just texting him. And I'm like, why? Like, why do I feel this way? And so I would just push things away and I would be like, okay, well, I need to go to therapy. I need to get on medication because mm-hmm. I just have bad anxiety. Yeah. But I was like, my body from the beginning was like rejecting the relationship. Him. Yeah. And I think I knew it subconsciously. I knew it. I'm like, this is not normal. You should not feel this way when someone comes into your life. No. And so, like, learning, too, through therapy, like, what things... I would tell my therapist things and be like, I just had this feeling and then this happened. She goes, you have a God-given intuition. Like, you need to use that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I really need to listen to my body and yeah. what it tells me yeah. and what's right and wrong. Because yeah. I think it's well, so important. I feel like we can get into this, but, like, me and you are very... In tune with... In tune with how what our body feels Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of times like my body and mind have given me signs given me just yeah signs Mm -hmm. and most of the time I listen to them because they're always Uh right they're Mm -hmm. always right and you're the exact same way Mm -hmm. and we bond about this Mm -hmm. and she'll tell me like Mackenzie will tell me like I had a vision of xyz happening I just want to tell you so that if it does Mm -hmm. like we know that like we're really psychic yeah well i'll think of things Uh regarding skyla (laughs) and then she'll like call me text me like we'll text each other the same thing at the same time sometimes and i'm like i think we just feel it we do like we just feel it we totally do or like i don't even know you'll have an idea and you'll be like oh i have a really good idea to tell you and i'm like okay well here's my idea and it's the same fucking Mm -hmm. idea like weird stuff like that Mm -hmm. i just feel like we can definitely get into it more, but yeah, that's just like a little snippet that we're <laughs> crazy. Um, what's on your bucket list this year? Hmm. I think honestly, just to like be happy. That's good. That's a good answer. I mean, that's definitely the goal for like your life overall. Yeah, I feel like you deserve a good. But for year. a long time, I have not been happy, and I'm starting to like feel more content is what I'm feeling right now with, like, mm-hmm. my life, going into this new job. I'm feeling more content and, like, a little bit more excited than I did in the past. 
So I'm just hoping that, like, this keeps taking off. And I'm just like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I think on my bucket list... I don't know. I, don't I know. I know bucket lists are supposed to be like, oh, I want to go skydiving this year yeah. or something. So I know mine was boring. No, but... yours is not boring at all. I think bucket list... Um... Oh, I don't know. You know what our bucket list should be? What? Okay, so my mom is turning 60 this year. Mm. And my family just, we go crazy and go to Vegas all the time. All the time. We went to Vegas for my 23rd we birthday did. this year and it was so it was much so fun. fun. It was so fun. So we're going for my mom's birthday and my whole family's going and then our family friends are going. And I want Skyla and Blake to come because <laughs> they came with us last time. So my thing is we're going to go to Vegas and win a jackpot. Win the jackpot. Bucket list. Yes. Okay, that's a good one. On Firecracker. Yes. On our the favorite Firecracker game. game. Our favorite game. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. a good one. That's our bucket list. Okay. Good idea. What's the craziest thing you've done and would you do it again? The craziest thing I've done... I know I keep coming back to my relationship, but okay. honestly... I was, like, a super innocent person until this Mm -hmm. relationship, Mm -hmm. and I did so many things that I never thought that I would do, like, morally. I think the craziest (laughs) thing I did was move in with him, Mm. and I didn't tell anybody. I signed a lease with him and, like, put all the money down and told nobody. (laughs) I said that it was his house that he was renting, and I was just going to visit once in a while. Uh And I told no one that Mm. I, like, signed an actual lease with him. I will never do that shit again. Like, I will never... If you have to lie to your friends and family, then it's not good. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So I will... Yeah, I'm never going to... Just... I'm never going to just lie to the people around me. Because that's just why. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm never going to... And then if they really love you... They will support, not support you, but they'll listen and not be judgmental. Well, my way. parents would have flipped shit yeah, if I told them. True. They would have locked me in my room. That's true. That's my true. friends is another story. I mean, they're like, we love you. We don't think this is a good idea, but this is your life, you know? Yeah. But parents are just, the different oh my story. gosh. Yeah. I'd say the crazy thing I've done is probably move in with Blake. Um, mm-hmm. We... Have known each other since high school. So a long time, like eight years, seven or eight years. But we like didn't talk for a few years and then started talking again, started dating. And then two weeks into us dating, I moved in and I moved 40 miles from home in with him. And it was just like... That is kind of crazy. It was a crazy thing. And you bought a cat right away, right? We brought we bought two. Uh-huh. Before we even moved in together. Yeah. <laughs> and we kept them at his parents' house until the move-in date. And we just went and my mom was like totally supportive of it. I think she knew deep down. She also has an intuition. Mm-hmm. And I think if she she knew. Yeah. She's like like he's a good one. Mm-hmm. Like I I support her going. So she helped me move. And yeah, two weeks I was dating, I packed all my stuff, drove 40 miles away, and lived there for a year and a half mm-hmm. with him. And now we live in a new place. So that was pretty crazy. I definitely... Would you do t- that again? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it worked out yeah. in my favor. So yeah, definitely. If you were granted three wishes, what would you wish for? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, God. I, I don't know. know if I should go in the route of, like, material things or, like, meaningful things. I'm going to go fun. Okay. Do Yeah, fun. I think I would love for our podcast to reach an audience. Uh-huh. I think that would be really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, hit the jackpot in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Duh. Uh-huh. And... Go to Kleinfeld for your wedding dress shopping. Yes. Be on TLC. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. My three wishes would be to have my favorite sushi restaurant in California in my kitchen every day. Mm. I'd have the chef. His name's Taro. Okay. In my kitchen every day. Okay. I would have my own plane (laughs) and I could travel anywhere Anytime I wanted to. Mm-hmm. At the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Fly across the country. Oh, across the world, even. And then my third wish would be... I feel like this has to be something silly. I mean, those are kind of silly already. I want a farm. Okay. I want... I want goats. Mm-hmm. I want a farm with, like, a low-maintenance farm. Yeah. You know, have... I chickens. would love to have some horses, Ooh. have some goats, chickens. I mean, some pigs would be kind of fun. I, I'd like a garden. That'd be so fun. Grow my own fruits and vegetables. I'd love that. Oh, I would love that. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. That's like a peaceful life. I know, right? How would you describe your best friend? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Skyla uh. is gorgeous inside and out. She is loyal, for sure. Like, she is a ride-or-die person. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a very strong person mm-hmm. and, like, knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. So if you're not benefiting her, you're, <laughs> you're out. out of here. <laughs> you are out. Which, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah? I was like, whenever I like have a new friendship that blossoms i'm like oh my god this is so fun like i hope nothing bad happens or like Mm because friendships can end so easily Mm -hmm. and i was thinking that i was like i have never felt that way with you like i have never been worried that like something's gonna happen well yeah i feel like we just we've never fought Mm -mm. and yeah i feel like that was really nice of you to say Mm -hmm. oh you're my best stop it okay i would describe you i don't even know I know, it's you, kind of a hard question. Mackenzie is just, like, I know that I can tell you literally anything, and you're not going to think I'm crazy. Whereas, uh-huh. like, a lot of people would be like, God, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> but I just feel so open with you, mm-hmm. and I you're so not judgmental. Mm-hmm. You're, like, the least judgmental person ever. So I can tell you anything, and I know that you're going to listen and support me, mm-hmm. um, which I love that about you. You're also just really funny. You make me laugh. You make me laugh. You're so funny. And I just, I never get bored with mm-hmm. you. Like, yeah, ever. I agree. We can just lay and watch Vanderpump all day mm-hmm. and not get bored. We'll be on TikTok, just on we the can, couch. We can literally be separated from each other watching TikTok. But the funny thing is, is our For You, for you pages the exact are same. the exact same. So it's like we're sitting next to each other on TikTok, but it's like we're watching the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, I just feel like we're so in tune. So I love that about oh, you. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. We are so sweet. We are so sweet. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve. Uh. Oh my god, I have so many. I know. Like, okay, I'm trying to think, like, for what first comes to my head. First thing that came to my head is just rude people. Mm. Okay. Like, rude for no reason. Rude for no reason. Like, I just really believe in, like, just spreading kindness and, yeah. like, uplifting each other. Because this is already a hard life and a hard totally. world. I think I have learned so much in the past couple of years from the relationship mm. that I was in. That now I'm like life is way too short to like. Be rude for no to reason. To be rude for no reason, like totally. bad things happen to everybody. Life is hard. Things are freaking hard. So like, why make it harder on everybody yeah, else? You know, definitely. I've definitely learned a lot about like wanting to be a better person. I like coming that. out of what I really I've been like through. That. Mm-hmm. My biggest pet peeve. Oh, I feel like you could just go on and I could, on. I could. I'm having a hard time picking one. I just am very particular. Give me three. Oh my god, I don't even know. You're overwhelming <laughs> me. Okay, let me, give me a second. Let me think. Let me think. Okay, I have like a silly one, but I literally hate when... Okay, say someone's like eating like wheat thin crackers. Okay, that's very specific. <laughs> just, okay, it reminds me of my brother, because my brother used to do this, and he still does do this, where like he'll eat like wheat thin crackers. The box will be empty, and he puts it back mm, in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I do that. Oh, I can never live with I you. Do that. that drives me crazy. Yeah. It drives me crazy because mm-hmm. I, then I think, oh, I don't have to go shopping for that. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. to buy that. So that drives me crazy. I oh. do that a lot. Not that much anymore. I feel yeah. like a lot when I was in high school, my mom would get so mad. Because it's annoying. But now I'm an adult and I feel yeah. like I try to be more conscious about things. And I'm like, you know what? An adult would throw this away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely say that's not like my biggest pet peeve, but I'm on the spot and I can't think of anything. But trust me. Oh, yeah. I have a long The thing list. about pet peeves is they're hard to think of on the spot, but when things happen, you're like, this oh, irritates me. Irritates the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I'll think. Maybe okay. next episode I'll come back and I'll have a curated list and we can just go through. All throughout the day, you just keep adding and I'm adding going and to. adding. I'm okay. going to. Biggest fear. Mm. Failure. For sure failure Mm. my I just I come from like a super successful family Mm -hmm. and like both of my parents are just like super successful in their careers Mm -hmm. and they both came from nothing Mm -hmm. and so now I'm like well I've been given like more opportunities in my life so like I better live up to expectations and I better like make people proud Mm -hmm. so I'm terrified of like failing disappointing them. Yeah. yeah and like not living up to a certain standard I feel like and my brother and I talk about this all the time my brother feels the exact same way and it's not like my parents put this pressure on us it's just like how how can you not like want to continue mm-hmm. like what your family's created for you mm-hmm. so definitely just wanting to like I guess I don't know like continue a legacy or just like make good with what I've been given already and not disappoint anyone yeah so i would i just would not like to fail yeah that's a hard one um my biggest fear is kind of silly it's puke oh my god okay (laughs) i have emetophobia like severe Mm -hmm. severe um oh even talking about it like i just i cannot be around anybody who's sick if they're like 
Like, even Mackenzie would be like, oh, I don't feel very good. And I'm like, what doesn't feel good? Mm-hmm. I always ask you. I'm like, what doesn't feel good? Because mm-hmm. if you say stomach, I have to, you have to leave. I have to Lysol everything. Yeah. Like, I just, I cannot be around yeah. it. Anybody who's sick, I can't be around them. If I feel sick, like, I have prescription medicine I take. If I feel the tiniest bit sick, I just, I've always had it since I was little. I don't know where it stems from, mm-hmm. but it's a serious problem. I just think I'm just going to have to suck it up like I I just when you're pregnant I really hope I'm not sick but I've seen a lot of girls I think I've seen TikTok videos in the past of girls who have that Mm -hmm. and they get pregnant and like you can always look into what it was like for other people and stuff and do research but I think there's some people who are like they grew out of it kind of no I think there's some people who like took those anti-nausea pills and like never threw up their whole pregnancy yeah because it was they were just too terrified yeah, well, I think, like, the whole sickness and pregnancy thing skips a generation in my family because my great-grandma, super, super, super sick. My grandma, never sick, never even puked once. My mom, super, super, Ooh, super sick. that's good. So I think I'm in the clear, which would be literally God's gift to me. Um, or else, like, I seriously would off myself. I puked <gasps> every day. I couldn't do it. Uh, There's no way. I remember I read Jesse James Decker's book, from years ago mm-hmm. and she talked about one of her pregnancies she threw up every single day for I think like at least the first two trimesters at least I don't remember if it was up until she gave birth but she was like every single day at least once she threw up oh my god yeah that's my nightmare mm-hmm. I just I can't do it I really can't it gives me so much anxiety like I feel nauseous I cry yeah I just I can't do it so kind of silly but yeah (laughs) um what's the last book you read you know I'm in the middle of three books right now yeah oh the last one that I finished I can't remember if the last one I finished was the seven husbands of evelyn hugo i love that book or if it was the silent patient i can't remember okay. which one i think i read them one after the other and i can't remember one which one i read first and which one i read second the seven husbands of evelyn hugo i could talk about it was so oh, good i love that book it was so I good love that book. the last book i read was happy place um don't recommend mm. it was okay i feel like like the internet hyped it up a lot it was fine, but it just didn't really speak to me. And I like books that, like, really I, like, mm-hmm. divulge into. Me too. And that one took me a really long time to finish. Mm. So, meh. Well, and we want to start yeah. reading books together. At the same time. Mm-hmm. So we have one. We're going to read Layla by um, Colleen Hoover mm-hmm. together. And then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So we want to do, like, a little book club together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we bought this, what, last week? Last week. And we wanted to start it already, but we're like, we have to wait till we talk about it. Yeah. And then we start it. Because we're yeah. going to do, like, a little... Well, I think we should start it now. Because I'm going mm-hmm. on my trip this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I want to read on the plane and stuff. Okay. We can start it tomorrow now. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm excited about Me that. Me too. What's your love language? Quality time is mm. mine. Mm. For sure. I think mine is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I constantly am asking Blake, like, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I need to hear it yeah. from somebody. Like, actions, yes, speak louder than words, definitely. But I just... I don't know. I love when someone... Like, when you were just telling me all the things, like, uh-huh. describing me, it was like... It just Aww. made my heart so full. I just love 
words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's important. I think they're all important. They all are important. I think to me, what's like, your least one? My least one, I think, is gift giving. Mm. Maybe my least is physical touch. Really? Yeah. I've noticed that. I'm I think just... Blake's number one is physical touch. It is. I've noticed that. <laughs> How have you noticed? I just little things like when we were at the movies and stuff. Like I could tell, like. He would, like, want to hold your hand or put his hand on your thigh, and then you would kind of just, like, turn over to the other <laughs> side, like, towards me, and, like, you're I like, do, I just want to watch Barbie. I do it, like, I do it without even noticing. Yeah. I just, yeah, physical touch, I've learned, I've been getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I really have. I just, my family's not very touchy, mm-hmm. which just, like, sounds kind of sad, but, like, they're just not very touchy. So, I didn't grow up with that, so it's hard to change my view on physical touch mm-hmm. now. But I don't know. <laughs> okay, last question. What trait do you envy in others? Oh, gosh. it's a really hard one. I know. I envy people that are unapologetically themselves mm, all the time. That's a really good one. <laughs> that is really good. Because I feel like I can be that way, and then the self-conscious kicks in, And then I start to self-doubt and I start to like Mm -hmm. overthink every single thing I'm doing. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, who is Skyla? Like, which part of my day today was authentically myself? I'm like, okay, well, what if none of it was? Mm. And that's scary to Mm -hmm. me. So, I don't know. I envy people who can just be themselves and they don't give a fuck what anybody says Mm -hmm. or does or anything. I think mine's kind of similar. Like, people who just can go out and just do anything. Mm. Like, I overthink mm-hmm. so many things. Mm-hmm. Or, like, whenever I'm home, I ask my mom. I'm like, Mom, I have to go to Target. Like, want to come with me? And she's uh. like, no, I'm busy. I'm like, I just don't want to go alone. Uh-huh. Like, just keep me company. Yeah. And people just, like, do things. and don't even think twice about I envy people... You're, like, really looking at me. Because I'm really interested in what you're going to say. I know. (laughs) I wish that that was on video, just, like, you looking, like, longingly at me. (laughs) (laughs) I envy people who are confident Mm -hmm. and can just go and do whatever they want to do. Like, I overthink everything. I get anxious over everything. I doubt all of my abilities. And I, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm a baby. I can't do this. Like, even when I want to go to Target, I'm like, mom, please come with me. Yeah. Because well, I, I just. I even felt that today. Like, I literally made you go to Target with me so I can get vitamins. Yeah. Because I just didn't want to go with myself. I know. <laughs> so I totally, like, relate to that. Like, people who don't have social anxiety, like, how? I don't know. How? Like, I, the world is so scary for no reason, but mm-hmm. it's just scary. Yeah. So I think, I guess just being a go-getter, not caring, being carefree, being secure, being confident in who you are, stuff like that. Yeah, I envy. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was all of our questions. I know. I literally cannot believe we made it to, like, over an hour. Oh, I know. Once we edit it down, I think it might be a little bit less. I know. But... Like, we went on so many more tangents than I thought. It was so fun. It was really fun. We have to do this, like, every week or every other week. And this went by so fast. It did go by really fast. And I did I did not think we were going to start talking about 
relationships like but it's right just, away it's comfortable it is it's mm-hmm. super comfortable and i definitely want to deep dive into more of that stuff mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure definitely we already have like how we kind of want to structure this type of stuff is like kind of start off each episode with, with like a, a question a hard-hitting question a hard-hitting question and just kind of go off of that and we already have lists of questions like stuff dealing with relationships stuff mm-hmm. dealing with life and and then i think after we you know discuss and talk about said question for each episode then we can just kind of do like a little life update mm-hmm. have it be fun yeah get the hard stuff out of the way yeah 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 and we have a couple like silly fun ideas uh-huh. that i think are gonna be so fun yeah we just have to plan those because skyla is always out of town always oh. <laughs> She's always going on these vacations with her boyfriend's family fiance oh sorry your fiance and but this time it's with your family Mm -hmm. so that'll be fun Mm -hmm. it'll be really fun but i will i think that like we're gonna have really fun stuff to talk about we are and i'm excited so share it send it to your friends send it to your mom send it to your boss your boss (laughs) send it to your gyno your therapist Uh The, when you go through the Starbucks drive-thru. Yeah. Like, plug Did it. you listen to She Said It? Oh my god. The best podcast ever. Ever. I know them. And they're <laughs> going to be famous. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. This was so fun. So fun. This was so fun. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.